We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible, I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, And then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to a Monday edition of Bob Bernie Live. Hope you had a good weekend, profitable weekend, safe weekend. I hope that uh, you were in a good, solid, Bible-believing church on yesterday. Uh, My number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5400. 83. Well, big news out of these Centers for Disease Control. Uh, As I have stated hundreds of times, when we get beyond the whole COVID thing, and eh, we're basically beyond it, it's still around, no doubt about it. Uh, But we're basically on the other side. I have said over and over and over and over again, uh, when we look back, almost everything we were told was wrong. And sadly, unfortunately, I have been right. Almost everything we were told was wrong. Well, much of what we were told was from Rochelle Walensky, the uh, director of the Centers for Disease Control. And we are now learning that most that we were, not all, and, and and I want to I want to throw this out again. I'm not even implying that it was malicious. I don't believe people were sitting behind closed doors. How can we destroy people's lives? How can we destroy education? They they had no idea what they were doing. They were making up things on the fly. They had no clue what they were doing. But everybody was crying, you got to do something or we're going to die. Do something, do something, do something. And so they said, okay, well, we'll do something. And they did. They did a lot of 
something. And, uh, well, anyway, we are now beginning to see just how off most of the things we were told were, the recommendations, et cetera. And uh, evidently, Rochelle Walensky thought, hmm, now would be a good time to get out of here. Uh, She is resigning as the director of the Centers for Disease Control. And uh, she, uh, well, she hasn't said what she's going to do, but her resignation is official, I think it's sometime in June. Um, An interim director has not been named yet. Uh, In her resignation letter, she expressed, quote, mixed feelings about the decision and didn't say exactly why she was stepping down. She said that the United States is in a state of transition As the emergency declarations come to an end, President Biden says he will not be renewing the public health emergency, which is set to expire on May 11th. And, of course, the the World Health Organization has already canceled their uh, worldwide emergency and so forth. Um, Her tenure... At the uh, Centers for Disease Control, I do not believe will be looked on favorably um, as history judges her and the office. Uh, We'll see. Uh, Will they they get someone better? Probably not. Probably not. Um, uh, I'll save that for later. let me let me get into this story because this is this is a good news story. Um, a particular school district in Michigan and the teachers union. Now, please understand, it is the unions that drive everything that's going on in American education today. It's the unions. Uh, it was the uh, National Teachers Union that destroyed the education for millions of students, even though we knew very quickly that children were not really susceptible to COVID. We learned pretty quickly that the shutdowns were devastating uh, for academically, emotionally, etc., and yet the unions continued. Well, the uh, teachers' union, the Fenton Education Association up in Fenton, Michigan, this is the uh, local teachers, pardon me, the local uh, teachers' union up in Fenton, Michigan, had designed badges for all of the teachers to wear. Uh, One of the badges said, Equality is Stronger Together. And the letters incorporated various sexual and gender identity, pride, color schemes. They also designed badges with the clenched fist symbol of the Black Lives Matter movement. When the uh, badges were handed out to all of the teachers, the uh, president of the uh, 
Teachers Union said, wearing these badges is important to us. And it's important to our students. It's a way to show our students that we support them and see them. Support who? Well, just the kids represented by the badges. Uh, the other kids? Uh-uh. The majority of the kids? No. Mm-mm. No. Just a select group would be supported. Well, that did not go over well with a lot of parents in the community. And at a recent school board meeting, over 200 parents showed up to protest. One of the parents said, The colorful symbols used to spell out the word equality are, in most cases, age inappropriate. They are culturally divisive, not inclusive of all students, disparaging of those that are not listed, potentially racist, and the symbol representing the letter T promotes an absolute falsehood, one attendee argued. Well, that one parent was not the only one. Another parent said, why talk about sex with kids in school? Well, with 200 parents showing up, protesting, not violently, but intellectually. Quote, following the backlash, the union president, Sarah Foster, says she has, quote, made the decision to ask our staff to stop wearing these badges. Now, why? Because they were wrong? No. Because they made the wrong decision? No. Because the badges were discriminatory against other kids? No. Because they were divisive? No. The union president said, we have made the decision to ask our staff to stop wearing these badges because of harassment. God, it's not us. It's them. It's those radical parents. What do parents have to do with public education? What do they think this is? Public? I mean, do you really believe that the public should be involved in public education? How radical is that? No, no, no. They were not about to admit that they had made a mistake. They said that they have made the decision to ask our staff to stop wearing these badges. And again, I'm quoting, because of harassment. Yeah. Now, in both of the articles that I've read about this up in Michigan, there were no threats, there was no yelling, no screaming, just parents showing up saying, this is not right, this is divisive, it's potentially racist. Uh, You know, we, the parents, do not want our kids subjected to this. Well, that was considered harassment. But the uh, teachers have made the decision not to wear the badges. But good. Parents, once again, stood up and made a difference. Good for them and made their tribe increase. All right, my number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877 877- 
Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. I I uh, I don't use this program often to just get things off my chest, but occasionally I do, and today is one of them. I've just got to make a comment about this. Uh, it was a particularly bloody weekend in Columbus. Uh, which is becoming sadly, tragically typical of Democrat-run cities. Now, I suppose the argument could be made that it's just a coincidence that most of the bloodiest, violent cities in America are under Democrat control. I suppose that argument could be made. Maybe it is just—and I'm I'm not being facetious— Maybe there is no causation here. Maybe there is no connection between the fact that almost all of the bloodiest, most violent cities in America are run by Democrats. Now, it's true. Is there causation there? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But I am stating the truth. And if you don't believe me... Uh, Do just a little quick internet search. Uh, Most violent cities in America. Find out what those cities are, and then just look up mayor, city council, and so forth, and you will find that almost all of them are Democrat, including Columbus. Um, And every time there's a shooting, you know, whatever, there's hand-wringing, and we're not going to stand for this, and we're going to take away guns, and... We're going to do more, and we're going to more money, and we're going to develop a whole new department, which is what's happening here in Columbus, as if more bureaucracy and a whole new department is going to have any impact on violence. Anyway, I I digress. It was a particularly bloody weekend, and I I don't know whether you found it unusual. Uh, Shootings are common in Columbus now, almost every night. Top story on the news, shooting on the south side, shooting on the east side, shooting here, shooting there, almost every night the news leads with a shooting, almost always. Well, there was a shooting in the short north over the weekend, 2 o'clock in the morning, 2.30 in the morning, uh, in my first thought was, what in the world is anybody doing out at 2.30 in the morning? But uh, a shooting, and a, a bunch of people shot, a bunch of people hurt. Now, this is now Monday, and maybe it's come out, but I have looked and looked and looked. How serious were the injuries? And I'm talking about the short north. And if you watch the news at all, you know what I'm talking about. 
uh, what were the injuries? How many people were involved? Did anybody die? How severe were the injuries? Who do they believe these shooters were? Nothing. Do you not find that strange? Why? Pure speculation on my part. It's the short north. We don't want to talk about it. Mm, No, no, no. I mean, because the short north is where the upscale people go. This is not the ghetto. This is not the poor neighborhoods. You know, this is not the crime-ridden apartment complex. This is the short north. This is where the upscale restaurants are, the ritzy restaurants are. And I just, I find the reporting just bizarre. We still aren't sure how many were shot, how serious were the injuries. But we don't know any of those things, which is just bizarre. But here's what I've got to get off my chest. I believe it was Saturday. I don't think it was yesterday. I think it was Saturday. Mayor Genther and our police chief, Bryant, called a press conference to uh, to deal with the shootings and, and so forth. And I'm watching. Here's the TV cameras. Here comes the mayor walking up. And here comes our police chief. She's got ripped up, torn up jeans on. And I told Joy, I said, well, look at that. And I paused it and I rewound it. I said, no, the police chief of Columbus, Ohio, is not calling a press conference about a shooting in ripped up jeans. But she was. What? What kind of an example is that? Our police chief. Now, maybe that doesn't bother you. Maybe I'm just nuts. If so, I'll just remain nuts.